Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. We've had a very strong period, both in terms of execution on our product strategy in the enterprise and the mid-market, uh, in product innovation and launching new features and capabilities in our products, uh, and also in our go-to-market execution, again, both in that mid-market and enterprise segment. Revenue was up 9% to $23.1 million on a constant currency basis. We delivered a number of new enterprise logos against stiff competition from global competitors, namely at Puma, Uh, where we displace one of our leading competitors and in a global beauty brand and also in other global fashion retailers throughout the year. We also exceeded 104% of net revenue retention, uh, and that is the revenue we're generating in our existing customers. We're particularly proud of that because that shows and demonstrates that our customers are trusting us and trusting us over a longer term. We signed 35 multi-year renewals, for example, within our customer base last year. And we're also strategically upselling more products to our existing customer base. We put in place a strategy to target two addressable markets about 18 months ago. Attract historically has had a strong enterprise heritage, but we also recognize that there's a huge opportunity in the mid-market. We've developed our product strategy to target those addressable markets simultaneously. So in the mid-market, we're targeting fast-growing and emerging retailers and brands on a global basis. And we're bringing enterprise-grade technology to that market segment, powered by artificial intelligence uh, across that end-to-end product discovery journey. Now, in the mid-market, we've acquired in Q1 around about three times the amount of logos that we were averaging through a quarter last year. That is evidence that our mid-market strategy is working. We've got the sales momentum, the sales focus, a dedicated sales and marketing function for mid-market, and our go-to-market strategy is now being proven out. Furthermore, um, our partnership strategy is driving that momentum. We can see the traction in the mid-market being delivered through partners, and we hope to accelerate on that through 2022. Likewise, in the enterprise space, uh, where we've historically been very strong, we continue to grow and execute really well. That is down to our product strategy and our investment in our products, particularly in our AI search technology. That's driving improved competitiveness against our, our biggest global competitors. We acquired Puma as a new customer, displacing one of those competitors last year. Uh, We also acquired a global leading cosmetics and beauty brand, um, global fashion retailers that joined our roster of customers, and also the UK's leading pet retailer. In Q1, we secured a major fashion retailer uh, headquartered here in the UK that's also global. That deal size was about 500k in annual recurring revenue to attract and a 1.5 million total contract value. We look to replicate that, that those kind of customer acquisitions through Q2 and the rest of the year. Our pipeline in enterprise is bigger than it's ever been. And that's a result of a continued focus on targeting the very largest retailers and brands where we know our enterprise product set uh, has unique capabilities. And the reason we win is through our investment in our AI search technology and our personalization capabilities, a continual roadmap of innovation, our heritage, and the capabilities we have to support global internationalized retailers with unique technology for curative control and full automation. 
We've made significant progress against all of our strategic priorities over the last year. You can see those on the slide. I want to talk about three of them in particular. First of all is our partnership strategy. This is exceptionally important to our future growth um, because we know that our partners can not just help us find new customers, uh, but they can help us deliver our technology into the customer and advise the customer also on using our technology to the best effect to drive performance. And those are the kind of partnerships that we've been focused on developing over the last year or so. So first of all, with the e-commerce platforms, we're integrating more and more to them and we're integrating in a native way. And what that means is that customers of those e-commerce platforms can almost embed our technology at the click of a button. We make it really easy for them to deploy. There's no integration effort and they can get up and running on our technology very quickly. Uh, the first we released was the Big Commerce native integration back in September. We're currently working on the Shopify integration and we hope to have that live for the end of Q2. And then there'll be other integrations in terms of storefront technologies, content management technologies and other back-end systems. Our strategy is absolutely to make Attracts products the most integrated uh, out of all of our competitors and we're well on the road to, to achieving that particular goal. The second part of our strategy is improving the customer and developer experience. Uh, this is really important to users of our technology. By making our technology more open, by training developers on how to use our technology, how to implement our technology, by training our customers on how to get the most out of our technology, we're able to deliver a better experience for the customer. And ultimately, we've made a lot of progress in terms of the documentation that we provide, opening up our APIs to developers and providing certifications for customers and partners, both from a sales and development perspective. We're really fast maturing our partnership strategy as a business. And I'm confident that over the next few years, this will be the major driver of our continued growth. Throughout last year, we invested in product. Uh, we had the Aleph acquisition that we embedded into both of our technologies, Exo and Fred Hopper, and we onboarded a number of new customers. We also sold it to a number of new customers in those market segments as well. We're also using that underlying IP, that underlying technology, particularly our AI-driven technology, to build future products with. So I believe now we have the core underlying technology to innovate organically and to continue building out on our roadmap. Some good examples of that are semantic tagging uh, of our AI search technology, search personalization, which will be truly game-changing uh, for Attract because if we're able to personalize search results on a one-to-one -one basis for the consumer in real time, we'll deliver an amazing experience and also be at the forefront of what we believe is the next battleground in search, which is search personalization. So let's show you a demo of Attract's technology working in the real world. Uh, we're on a retailer's app and a consumer types in a search query for blue shoes. We're returning examples of blue trainers for this particular consumer. Um, but in this instance, the consumer wants a little bit more help. So they hit the chatbot and the chatbot responds saying, how can we help you? The consumer's now typing in a long tail search query. So a more complex search query. In this instance, they're asking for what the best shoes for running on muddy trails are. Our AI search technology is now being called and we're going to return highly relevant results for that particular uh, search query. Trainers specifically designed for running on muddy trails, as you can see here. But we're also returning content within that journey, content that's relevant to running on muddy trails, as you can see. 
The consumers identified a particular trainer they're interested in, uh, which is not only blue, but also designed for, for that type of running. They're adding that product to the basket. As they do that, and they view the basket, they can now see a number of other highly relevant recommendations, again, using Attract's algorithms and personalization capability to return really relevant results based on the original product they were looking for. They've added in this example skins um, that go with those trainers for running. And so the customer's now just seen an uplift in the basket size due to that capability. And what you've just seen there is our technology working end-to-end across that whole product discovery experience, driving conversion and driving revenue uplift for our merchants. I'm very confident for the outlook, I'm probably more confident than, than I've been since I've been at Attract over the last two years. We're executing on our product strategy. We're executing on our go-to-market strategy, both in the mid-market and the enterprise and with our partners. So we're starting to see all those things now come together. We are more competitive in terms of our product set against our biggest global competitors. And our customers are buying more of our technology than they've done previously. That is evidence in that strong net revenue retention number. And so, you know, generally, I I think I'm very confident. I'm, of course, cognizant of some of the headwinds around uh, global inflationary pressures and the impacts they might have. Although it's worth saying that right now we're not seeing any of that impact in terms of our sales momentum or our sales pipeline. In fact, quite the opposite. It's never been bigger. In terms of our Q1 performance, this is something to really shout about. I'm exceptionally proud that we've just delivered the company's strongest quarter in our history. And we've managed to do that both in the mid-market and in the enterprise and with our customers. All three things coming together gives us huge confidence for what this year could look like. Q2 is looking to be really strong. We're forecasting strong sales growth. Um, We're investing more in our products uh, and our people to go and achieve our, our strategy of being the market leader in our segment. And I think we're well on the way towards doing that. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.